Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. And this week, we are doing a very special Halloween episode. Ooh. All right, hit that music. There is a very distinct difference between the two different type of orb weaver spiders that like to hang out in my vicinity. Oh? So, you know, the orb weaver spiders in Texas, they're the banana spiders. Yeah, big ass yellow spider. Yeah, Big ass yellow spiders. So they don't have them. They get kind of big, but not quite that big uh, out here. But there's two different types of orb weaver spiders. Both of them do the big webs. And one of them... It's just like the yellow banana things. It makes this big web right across wherever you're trying to walk, you know, mm-hmm. and then just sits there in the middle and is like, come at me, bro. Yeah, you and, like turn into a ninja every time you walk yeah. into one of those. Like, what the, what the? Exactly. But it's, uh, the spider is right there. You know, right. you, you can see it. So the other orb weavers that we have still make the same beautiful web. And, but no, they hide and watch and, and wait for the web to twitch. And then they come, they come running down. And then if they see it's a human, they're like, oh, 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 my bad. You know? (laughs) Sorry, bro. But they came, they come running so fast. And by that time, I have had a heart attack and I'm laying on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, just just roll me up, Shelob, I'm done. Yep. I, I know that these are good spiders, and they're they're there to get rid of other bugs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, my heart can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm a big fan of spiders outside when I can't see them, and I know they're somewhere doing their thing. I don't want to come across them. I'm not overly terrified of spiders in general, but uh, I, just, I just don't need to see them. And if you come in my house... Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's once you're inside, it's game over. I got to kill you. Yeah. It's like, you know, like certain things I'm happy to try to escort back outside, lizards and whatever, things I don't necessarily want to squish. But, you know, if there's a can of hairspray or perfume nearby, that spider's toast. <laughs> you know, one thing about these particular spiders is not, you know, obviously they're good spiders, but mm-hmm. they're big as fuck. And they keep ignoring that you've torn down their house and they're like, I'm building again. We, can, we will rebuild. <laughs> we and will then, rebuild. And it was like every day. So, you know, online they're like, oh, you just take a stick and you kind of twist it until the spider appears. You know, you put a stick in the web and you twist it. And then once the spider like comes and finds it, it will know what you're doing. And then it will jump off and float in the wind down to the next uh, place it wants to go. And I'm like, no, please. That, that that fucking spider is going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's base jumping. It's like, okay. <laughs> so it's Bruce Wayne in spider yeah. form. It's and you know, it's every day it's there again. It takes about five or six times of destroying their house before it's like, all right, I'll go over to this side. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't really see the spiders that we have here at our house. But like at night, I'll see that their web is out. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning, they like roll it back up. Like it's not there in the morning. And the next day, it'll be out again. I'm like, what is that? Like they're just rolling it up and bringing it back out. It's like a flipping awning at a farmer's market. Weird. It's so bizarre. I'm like, ugh. So 
Yeah, they creep me out. So, yep. This brings us to our topic this week. <laughs> Surprise! Yes, it's Halloween. Yay! Halloween. I, I wish I could play the little song that this is Halloween, but it's all copyrighted and whatnot. Nah, they know what it is. It's it's going on in my head right now. Yes. So, um, oh, I will talk about that though. I went to Disney uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And the Disneyland in California has actually converted the Haunted Mansion to be uh, Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Nice. That and, I'd go see. Yeah. And so they only do it during the Christmas months or from, I'm sorry, October and to, or until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So you'd expect it to be, oh, okay. So they changed the animation. They changed the voice. It's not. It's a huge overhaul. I mean, the entire in the interior, which is like a two story high um, stage area, completely changed. The elevator that you remember that's mm-hmm. completely different. The entire exterior is obviously different. It's like a hundred percent a different ride. And I'm like, how did they do this? I don't even think they shut down for more than the night. Well, it's it's Disney. Yeah, they Magic. can get stuff done. But you know the the size of that building is only so big. I mean, you can't have five thousand people in there, right? Yeah, but they're able to do it magically. I don't know why they don't do it in um, Walt Disney World because it was fun. Maybe one day, who knows? They're probably using it as a test subject. Yeah, maybe. I tell you what, I love that movie, Nightmare Before Christmas. Is seriously like one of my favorite movies, Halloween wise or whatever. It was at least until the last. I don't know, year when my three-year-old niece got a hold of it and then decided to watch it 743 times in a row and make everyone else watch it too. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, so I loved it (laughs) a lot. And then toddler time. Yeah, they said they're bringing back uh, Barney. And I was like... Barney? Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's another thing to annoy people to no end. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, what we were thinking about to talk about Halloween, because we hadn't previously had a Halloween episode. No, was, we've never done one. Yeah, like to talk about, the, the, everybody kind of has one of these, something that's completely ordinary that actually scares you, and mm. it doesn't make any sense. Now, I'll give you an example. Um, now, I don't know if it's still the case, but when Angelia Jolie and uh, Billy Bob Thornton were uh, together... Mm-hmm. They said that they could never get antique furniture because they thought they were haunted. Okay. That's just dumb. Well, they were weird people. I mean, they still are <laughs> weird people, but now like they're right. separate and so it's tamed a little bit. Remember they used to wear each other's blood around their neck in a vial? Ugh. Yeah. That's not sanitary. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I have any fear of furniture unless it's somebody's old ass furniture that then has like cockroaches in it that I'm afraid of. Oh, yeah. I mean, really anything that uh, they try. Okay. Anything that can be infiltrated by some kind of bug, I think can get me scared and is ridiculous that it gets me scared. I I recall some years ago, there was the Terminix commercial Mm. where they made a cockroach climb across. Running across the screen. Yeah, it's like people oh. broke their televisions trying to kill this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Well, see, I live in Texas. You used to live in Texas, so you understand. We have cockroaches the size of Winnebago's here. They are enormous. 
And they fucking fly at you. So people are like, oh, you're afraid of a bug? That bug? Yes, because it's enormous, flies at you. And when it hits you, like if one actually hits you, you feel it. That's not normal. That's psychotic. Ugh. Yeah. And if you just like try and stomp on it with your shoe, oh, it's disgusting. It's so like, bad. Like, you know, just a water balloon full of guts. Just mm-hmm. Or eggs. That's worse. That's why I don't crush spiders. That's why I spray the shit out of them with everything. Yeah. One time I like squished a spider and like a lot of small things came running out of it. I was like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. See, we're not like everybody else's Halloween shows. Y'all are talking about serial killers and shit. (laughs) We're like fucking bugs. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about bugs. Okay. So I've got kind of, this is weird. I used to have a black cat. Beautiful Mm -hmm. black cat. Mm -hmm. But, um. You know, its skin underneath, its black fur was white. Mm-hmm. And if I'd wake up in the middle of the night, it, a lot of times it was sitting on my tall dresser and looking down at me. <laughs> and weird enough. But then its little mouth, the smile in its mouth, you could see because mm-hmm. it was white. And it, it fucking freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, I never liked that when I had, I used to have cats when I was younger. I don't have cats now. I just have dogs. Um, and they would just like you'd wake up and they'd be sitting on your chest, just like staring into your face. You're like, oh, I know. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, uh, okay. So, My dogs don't do that. Thank God, because that big one's really big. Is she <laughs> sit on my chest and be like, <laughs> dead? So I would like to hear from the parents out here because I've seen occasionally people talking about like waking up in the middle of the night with their kids staring right at them. I've I've had that happen. I mean, they're not my kids, but like my nieces and nephew have all kind of done that to yeah. me. <laughs> it is terrifying. Oh, my God. So frightening. Especially so, when they don't actually wake you up. They just the presence wakes you up and they're like two feet from your face. Ugh, that yeah. is awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and do you still love them the same amount after that? <laughs> Not for about thirty minutes. <laughs> After thirty minutes, it's like it's like that labor amnesia. You just forget all about it until it happens again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So creepy uh, cats are similar to creepy toddlers mm-hmm. and children in general. Yep. Tiny little bastards. Yep. Okay. So in the spirit of Halloween. I was wondering what the scariest movie you've ever seen is. Uh, You know, this one was really hard for me because I used to watch a lot of scary movies when I was a kid. I loved scaring myself. I loved scaring my friends. I don't know why. It was great. They come over for a sleepover. I'm like, we're watching this movie. And they're like, fuck, hate you. But, you know, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) But no, I, you know, it's funny because I think... The one that sticks with me the most is probably not one that most people would think is on the scariest list, but it was Halloween 4. And it's probably just because it was the first one that I had seen of that franchise, really. Mm -hmm. But it just like, I still have nightmares about Michael Myers. I think that regardless of what weird movies they've made since, he is a scary fucking guy. You know, we were when we lived in our last house, you know, the whole neighborhood did Halloween. We are not Halloween people. We are shut off the lights and pretend we're not home kind of people. I have dogs. I don't want to hear the doorbell ringing. I don't want to deal with it. If I'm going to buy candy, I'm going to eat the candy. I'm not going to give it away to small, weird little marauders wandering the neighborhood. But we decided one year, we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to sit outside on the, on the 
you know, the driveway and we'll hand out candy and that way they won't come ring the doorbell. They won't set the dogs off and we can pretend like we're kind of part of this neighborhood thing. Until some motherfucker decides dressed as Michael Myers is walking down the street and has like a boombox or something hidden in his jumpsuit that is playing the Halloween theme. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm done. Out. Bye. You know, he's at every Comic-Con. I'm just calling it. I know, but I, they don't bother me in that setting for whatever reason. When they're walking down the, you know, it's night, it's dark, it's late. There's little weird people about and it's it's very disconcerting to see him walking down the street. You're like, nope, just go burn the house down. We're done. Yeah, I don't. The walking down the street, that's some serious like the killer clown people some years back, right? That's messed up. Yeah, like he didn't have any kids with him or he didn't have people with him. It was just him just by himself. What I was like, what grown ass adult just says, you know what? I think I'm just going to go wander the streets and maybe someone will stab me because <laughs> I thought about oh, it. I know. It's like you're in Texas. <laughs> that dude. I, mm -hmm. that's, I, that's why I thought that the killer, cl the clown freaking out clown never showed up in Texas is because everybody's armed. Yeah. Right. Not a good plan. Yeah, I guess people maybe when there's kids trick or treating around don't bring out their gun. Mm, I I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, my scariest movie. So, okay, I'm going to preface this. Growing up, I was the same way. I loved scary movies. I watched every Stephen King movie when I was way too mm -hmm. young to be watching Stephen King movies. Oh, and yeah. I just never really had a fear of them. Well, the Pet Cemetery kind of creeped me out a bit, but. Yeah, that's just that kid, though. The sister that was hidden in the uh, Zelda. Um, anyway. Yeah. But uh, she creeped me out, too. But I never really had, like, I was never really concerned. I didn't get overly scared. Until I was about 24. I was about to get married. And some friends came into town. And they were like, oh, let's go to a movie. And so they said, oh, look at this one, The Ring. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I can handle a scary movie. Uh-uh. I have never been the same. <laughs> I have never been the same since watching because you saw that. The Ring. <laughs> it was, I know. I didn't die that quick after, but I mean. That it you was, know of. Yeah, I know. It was so scary. I'm still scared to this day. And, you know, our friends at Cult 45 Podcast are like, oh, you need to watch the Japanese version. I uh, listened to their 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 episode of that. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm not reading yeah, that. Yeah. Ringu or whatever. And I'm like, yep. um, yeah, go fuck yourself. I am not going to watch that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way about, like, Poltergeist. I think I probably saw Poltergeist, the original one, when I was, I don't know, maybe six five or six i don't know i just kind of ran across it on tv like when we had cable or something that shit was terrifying and it's like i've never been a one who's like i'm afraid of clowns but i'm afraid of that clown and i'm afraid of that tree what the fuck so yeah yeah i don't yeah i don't have the fear of clowns that a lot of people do mm -hmm. um it doesn't seem to bother me but uh i i could see where it comes from because it's they are creepy a little bit you know yeah i guess like i said and the fear of clowns never really, never really took over me. That wasn't, I'm, I'm afraid of the guy who's going to be in my house in the middle of the night with the lights off. And, you know, that's, that's the guy I'm worried of because he's real. You know? Oh, I see. I am the opposite. I am more scared about the people that cannot be brought to justice, like ghosts. 
<laughs> I feel like those- if you could get into the criminal justice system, I'll feel better about it at the end of the day. <laughs> I guess I'm just not afraid that a ghost is going to hurt me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah. not that not that afraid that ghosts, you know, I don't know. Or it, uh, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be a ghost, but something supernatural that cannot be prosecuted. Or it's like uh, out of the jurisdiction. Like you, you have a much stronger faith in the criminal justice system than I do. Because I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, when you've also like, I, I've randomly known some people who have been murdered, and like third party known some people, and so it's just kind of a strange thing when you're like, oh, like because when you go through like these true crime things, like what would you do? What would you do? I'm like, I. fucking turn the other way and pretend I didn't know these people. That's what I would do because those motherfuckers will come after you. Like, "Mm, I know nothing. I saw nothing. Gotta go. (laughs) That's why I can't do a true crime podcast. Let's see. Have you ever seen a movie or show that's not supposed to be scary but still scared you? Yep. (laughs) I was talking about this with some folks Friday night with Cult 45, actually, and I was hanging out with them Friday night. Uh, They, uh, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, we're talking about the new um, the new Dark Crystal series. Mm-hmm. And Paul was talking about how much he liked it. I couldn't get past the first episode. It was not scary. It was just disgusting. It was just, I know everybody loves it. And the, the anime, everything is wonderful. And the voices are great. Ugh. I just can't deal with giant snot monsters. They just freak me out. I just gross. But no, my mom used to rent us, um, this is how old I am. She used to rent us VHSs from the library because you could get them for free. Yep. And she would she would get she would get the same couple movies over and over again. And one of them she would always get for us was Watership Down. And I don't know if you've seen the original cartoon of this and I haven't seen the remake that they've done on Netflix, but this shit is fucking horrifying. Because you think, "Oh, it's this movie about these bunnies and it's going to be so cute and it's a cartoon." And then they're ripping each other's throats out. Like just rah, rah. like, "Ah, I'm done." So, uh I don't yeah. know if it was supposed to be scary, but and it was a kids' movie, so I'm not sure really why that was a thing. But I found it quite horrifying. Yeah, well, I think that you actually kind of pinpointed one that I that always scared me, and that was Dark Crystal because it mm-hmm. it scared me as a kid. Um, but it really isn't supposed to be. But there's a bunch of them know. also that you know have a little scariness to it, like and. Um, arachnophobia i think is the reason why i'm afraid of spiders but it was like a pg movie right right it's like anaconda it's like well if you've already got a fear of snakes maybe it's scary otherwise it's just kind of ridiculous yeah so you know there's a lot of little weird ones or any of that i have a nightmare about and i don't know why like i fell asleep watching it and then i have a nightmare about it it just scares me I still I have think- Michael Myers nightmares. It's been like 30 years since I saw the first one. It's like, really? Yeah. I don't watch them anymore. That's the thing. Like, as I got older, I really outgrew my interest in being scared. And then just like everyday bullshit scares me. You know, like I was trying to think, I was like, what is something that scares me now? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not afraid of that many things. But then I'm like, wait, I do have some crippling anxiety. So clearly I'm afraid of something. But it's just normal shit like the mailman. 
like bringing bills and shit. Yeah. That, you know. That's, I mean, that that is scary. It does add anxiety. Uh, it's terrifying. It's like, oh, my God, this guy is going to show up and tell me I owe all this money and I don't have any money. So maybe it's the fear of money or the fear of the lack of money. And, you know, like people are like, what's your biggest fear? I'm like, homelessness, dude. <laughs> like, if you were trying to pay your rent these days, it's not that easy. So, yeah. I had a dream the other day that I moved to a new uh, apartment and I never actually canceled my lease at my current apartment. <laughs> and so I still owed money in both places. You know what? That was just my life in all of ni- of 2009. Uh, <laughs> I moved out of my old apartment, moved in with a friend and I was paying half rent on both places. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why yeah. am I paying double the bills to get out of a bad situation? But- yeah. Well, the same thing happened uh, when I moved uh, down to Southern California. Mm-hmm. Is like my cancellation fee for my lease was the about the same as the amount to run yeah, it. Yeah, it's like just keep paying it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I kept paying it for an extra, uh, it was supposed to be two and a half months, but it turned mm-hmm. out to be two months because they actually kind of did me a solid. They said, hey, if we put it on the market and it rents, you don't have to pay the rest yeah. of the like, like that's awesome, and they, it did rent because it was it was a good unit. I thought mm-hmm. so. Anyway, that was a boring part of the story, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> listen, you no, know, I think I think that as I've gotten older, that you know that these things don't scare me that much. Walking through a dark parking lot doesn't really scare me. Coming into the house now, here's one thing that did freak me out one time. I went to my dad's house, and this was after I had moved out, and I'd gone to to his house, but he wasn't home. And so I went through and I, I went to start flipping lights on. See, at a big house, you know, and just walk through and you start flipping lights on and then realize every light bulb in this house is burned out. Oh, that's weird. And it's like, I know the power's not out because I can see the clock on the stove working. And so I was like, by the time I got to like the fourth or fifth light switch that wouldn't work, I'm like, you know what? I'm out of here. Because the second I walk upstairs, going to be some douchebag sitting up there in the dark waiting to kill me. Like, well, you know, you walked past a whole bunch of lights that didn't work, so it's kind of your fault. I was like, no, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> it's like, like um, Yeah, because, I mean, light bulbs do turn out like that, but never all at once at the exact same time so you can't get the house lit. Well, this was somebody who was barely ever at home, <laughs> just never really paid too much attention to changing light bulbs. Or I was like, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, go- I'm out. <laughs> yeah. One time I left my purse in a movie theater and I'd gone to like a midnight showing. So by the time I got home and realized mm-hmm. I'd left it in the movie theater and back, it was, you know, like three in the morning. Right. And I was able to just walk right into the movie theater and there was nobody there. Wow. And there were big glass like panels of etchings of movies and I could kind of see like reflections kind of moving but I couldn't tell if it was from the road or from inside. Right. I've never been so petrified in my life to go into that theater and get my purse and leave because I was thinking, "Oh my god, I shouldn't be able to be in here so somebody's left the door open and why?" <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, how did I get in? It's not okay. <laughs> and it was Somebody's like, this waiting. doesn't seem like a good idea for an employee to just like, hey, I got to go. I'm just going to leave all the doors unlocked and go. <laughs> right. This lady left her purse. I'm sure she'll be back. I'll just leave the door open. It's cool. Yeah, it was really <laughs> weird. I mean, I remember like my heart was beating so fast and I felt mm-hmm. really uncomfortable with it because I could see some movement, but it was like yeah. lights reflecting. 
And I was just like, this is how like all of these horror stories start. (laughs) Right. And you know, and I think that's the thing, like, it's not something that's overt. It's that very primal kind of thing that kind of just just gets in under your skin, right? Like you can feel it. Your whole body is kind of buzzing. You're just like, this is not normal. <laughs> Something is wrong. And this is my body's gut reaction to say, get the hell out of here, dummy. Yeah. And I think that's why people die in these movies is because they ignore that. They're mm-hmm. like, ah, it's just a whole house full of burned out light bulbs. That's not abnormal at all. Yeah, no big deal. But, I'll just go hang out in the attic for a while and see what happens. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, I was like, oh, well, I got to get my purse. So I'm just well, going yeah. right in. Like, I knew that there was something wrong with what was going on. But I went in anyway and got my purse. Now, most likely what was happening is like two of the employees were like hooking up backstage or whatever. And mm. that's why that's my theory, because Probably. everything was unlocked. And then they got real quiet when I came in. But <laughs> it was freaky. It freaked me out. It was that guy who was supposed to be cleaning, but he'd been taking a nap or watching porn in the back or something. So Exactly. Can you imagine watching porn in reverse on a big projector screen like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and take a break. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be back in a second. All right. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a stool and get involved in our community want a chance to support the show want to get some awesome rewards and nerdy bitches swag then head over to our patreon account at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches from not your basic bitch to rock star bitch we have a monthly plan to fit any budget your support allows us to really up our game and make sure the show stays awesome without bowing to corporate sponsorship in addition to providing prizes giveaways and convention coverage we will also donate 20% of all net profits each month to other independent podcasts. This allows us to help grow other indie shows that we believe in. So hit us up at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and support your favorite bitches today. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned From Movies. And tonight, tonight, like every night, we bring <laughs> you questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing? Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? Woo! My top! Okay, welcome back. We're continuing our Halloween episode. Ooh. Yes, I'm glad you added those sound effects. <laughs> you know what? Like all of these other podcasts, they've got the little sound machines. We don't need I that. I can do that. Yeah. I'm listening to this podcast now that I'm about to stop listening to, uh, but it has what sounds like canned laughter in, and I'm like, man, I should just throw canned laughter in every time we talk. <laughs> 
yeah, some of our friends do an awesome job of doing that. Cult 45 does. They put a lot of cool sound effects in yeah. and wah wahs and things like that. That I like. But when it's like I'm listening to a bad NPR show, I'm like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Steve uh, from Everybody, uh, Everything I Learned from Movies, he does a good job with his little. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah. So yeah. if I did have cat, That's a laughter, lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, th- that's the thing is I could only do what I could do on the fly because I would never remember it when we're right. editing. Uh, right now, it's hard enough if we're like, oh, I got to grab that from YouTube. Oh, I did them. Yeah, I did them for Shark Month, but I also did them when we were doing our uh, our D&D episodes, our play yeah. episodes. I did have a few things that I'd pop in here and there. But it's it's I mean, that's like a full audio production when you're doing that kind of stuff. Like it's a lot of a lot of invested time and we don't usually have that kind of time. No, no, not with a weekly episode. So mm-hmm. um, if we had like five producers, like one for every week, we could probably yeah, do it. Great. But then we'd have to record a month in advance and we're hard enough to record a week <laughs> in advance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we're, we've been talking a lot about uh, movies for Halloween and I think they're kind of they really do a good job at setting the tone for the holiday. So what mm-hmm. about your favorite Halloween movies? This one's pretty easy for me because I don't watch a lot of Halloween movies in general, but this one comes on every year and it's one that I just have to watch. And that's Hocus Pocus. I love Hocus Pocus. That was what I was going to say too. <laughs> well, then we are in agreement because it is awesome. And I'm kind of wishing we would have gone ahead and watched it specifically for this show, but we didn't because that, again, that requires, you know, thought in advance next year next year and plus we're just coming off a shark month too so (laughs) brain's a little dead but no hocus pocus is so much fun people are like yeah people are like are we gonna have another movie review i know they're (laughs) like like, no more it's like the nerdy bitches movie review we've done a few this month but you know what people really enjoy them so (laughs) they do and it's like you know i've thought about adding other segments and things that we could do and you know we'll see what happens down the line but I saw this great little meme the other day, and I'm trying to find it real quick. So give me just a second. Okay. I think I posted on our page. but Okay. So what I found was this little meme, and I think this pretty much sums up anybody who watched this. Like, this probably came out when we were teenagers, maybe. Uh, I don't really remember what year it came out. Yeah, yeah. But this says, as a child, I wanted to be Sarah, which, of course, is... Sarah Jessica Parker in the movie. And it's like the look, the boys will love me, boobs. And then as a teen, I wanted to be Winifred, which was Bette Midler's character. Head bitch in charge, shade queen, hates children. As an adult, I realize I'm Mary, which is Kathy Jimmy's character. <laughs> Motivated by food, binge watches TV, screaming. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's so accurate. Mm-hmm. I I do love it. Yeah, so true. But yeah, I really I really love the movie. And also, I, I guess we must have been like early teens, maybe because I think Thora Birch, who plays the little sister, is just a couple of years younger than we are. So she may be my sister's age. So, but yeah, it's just I watched it the other night mm-hmm. at their house, and it was just it's so cute, and I love it, and it's fun. And you've got Penny Marshall so and fun. Gary Marshall in it as the devil and his wife. You know, he's not really the devil, but he's the Halloween guy. Yeah. And I like, though, um, also that Bed Midler sings the Credence Clearwater song and mm-hmm. um, I put a spell on you. I think yeah. that that's I mean, it's just it's just a lot of fun to watch that show. 
I love Bette Midler in general. Like I follow her on social media and she posted one of those, you know, like me September 30th versus me October 1st. And it was like her in her like, you know, glam, how she would dress, you know, on a red carpet. And then October 1st, it's her as Winifred. And it was just like, yes. So, yeah. I like it when people kind of, you know, appreciate these characters that we kind of know and love. Yeah. So, there's there's tons of movies, and I think this should be a future episode, where you think about, as an adult, completely different than you thought about as a kid. And we talked about this a lot when we did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah, we need to do more of those. Does it hold up? So. Exactly. Because I was... Um, I saw one the other day mm-hmm. that was about Mrs. Doubtfire, and it was like I used to think that Sally Field was like just this terrible mom, and then I'm, and now as an adult, I'm like <laughs> exactly. he had a pony in the house. <laughs> I did too. I totally thought I was like, damn, she's a wet blanket. That sucks. He's so much fun. What a fun dad. Yeah. And then again, pony in the house. <laughs> Not only that. Dressed yeah. up as another human to infiltrate your home. That's not normal. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, I was, I think we need to do some more Does It Hold Up? Because yeah. that was, by the way, that was actually a very popular episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of our most popular in the last year. Yeah, almost. it was in our top 10 in the last six months for yeah. sure. Well, I, there's only in six well, months. No. There's only well, twenty first episodes. Of all, we've done an time. episode it was every top week. Fifty percent. I know. So it's, <laughs> there's twenty episodes, six months though. So. But no, I mean, I mean, you know, the ones yeah. that uh, of all time is what I'm saying. It's one of oh, yeah. our most popular oh, yes. of all time, and it's been within the last six months. So yeah, uh, okay, that 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 holds up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys have movies that you want us to watch and let us let you know if we think it held up message us send us something on twitter or send us a email at contact us at nerdybitches.com and we will be happy to take your suggestions under advisement oh you just opened a can of worms for the everything i love from movies crew hey you know what bring it (laughs) they need to come on our episode anyway so Oh, I know. Uh, in fact, that's going to be a future episode. They're going to tell us some quintessential, terrible movies that are good. Yay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel John Carter is excellent, and it got, like, just slammed in reviews. And mm-hmm. so I think that's where they're going with mm-hmm. some of these. They're, like, some movies that are terrible, but they're really good. Yeah. They're going to give us some quintessential ones to watch and then discuss them on the show with us. Yeah, so we need fun. to we need to get them scheduled. So, Yeah. Hear that, Stephen Izzy? We're putting you on notice. Yep. If they're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> we shall find out, shall we? On, on their episode. So I saw them in Utah. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of their episode, they were like, oh, yeah, we hung out with, uh, you know, Heather from Nerdy Bitches and Craig from Matinee Heroes. And then Izzy's like, I got drunk with Heather. <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> Yeah, you know how many times Liz has done that? Uh-huh. <laughs> like one? <laughs> oh, yeah. You've never gotten drunk. But, like, I'm always drunk when we were doing our live podcast together. I know. You're telling everybody, Liz is my drinking friend. I'm like, I don't drink. <laughs> like, you don't have to drink to be my drinking friend. <laughs> That's true. If we ever left your house, we would have been your designated driver friend, but... Uh, yeah, we never Actually, did. Actually, you were a couple of times. Yes. Like if we went to lunch, I'd be like, you're going to have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No worries. Uh, yeah. The makings of a podcast. Okay. I know. You need to move back. I miss it. 
I know. <laughs> but we're also working yeah, on getting me to come out to you. So that'll I be fun. I know. That's going to be fun. So, yeah, my liver uh, is probably happy about. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and you say that like I make you drink. I don't make you drink. <laughs> no, no. The podcast does, and we used to record four in a day. Yeah, that was and a lot. And so then I was drinking like all day. <laughs> the, the worst, and I don't mean the worst because they were the best. They yeah. were so much fun, was when we would have the boozy licious episodes and we would have guests yeah. on. And but you yeah. remember the time that uh, that Michelle came on and made us mm-hmm. drink uh, old fashions, <laughs> so drunk, and uh, yeah, and you fl- you you got you like flushed, you like I turned a different so color. Fl- I, that's why I don't drink. I flush like crazy, but I had like rye whiskey like coming out my pores. It was like ah, it was just terrible. And literally, you guys, these are not. This is one drink split among four people. Yeah, yeah so it wasn't she even had like a quarter whole of a drink. Yeah. No, no, I I take a sip of that and I'm like, okay, I and like I did, I turned a whole different color, I flush, I start sweating, it's gross. So, like, so I just pretend, <laughs> yeah. So, but it's not every drink that it. does that either. So it's very weird. Yeah, we had Cassie had to sit uh, stay for an extra episode because she couldn't. <laughs> leave. Yeah, that's how we trick people right there. We're like, we're gonna make you drink in the first one. Now you have to be on the second episode too. But don't bump. So it works. Did you have any spooky stories for Halloween? Uh, no, my stories aren't spooky as they're just like weird. Is I'm one of those people who, I don't know, I see dead people. I don't see dead people like with my eyeballs. But if there's somebody around or somebody visiting, I will know that they're there. My grandpa had a ghost living in a house, like in an attic of the house he had when we were kids. It was totally cool. He stayed upstairs. I stayed downstairs. It was fine. You know, so... There's that. I don't know. As long as the ghosts are chill. They're all chill. Like all that really yeah. matters. Yeah. I think the weirdest one, though, um, a friend of mine, her in-laws had been killed by a drunk driver uh, a few months earlier. And the guy who hit them was on trial. And they were, you know, going through all this misery, having to go back through it. And, uh, you know, my friend had me over one night and she's like, do you feel anything here? And I was like, well, you know. Doug's standing over there by the lamp. So there's that. And she's like, oh, my God, he totally is by the lamp. And it was just like this weird thing that her father-in-law was like there, just there, like protecting the house while they were going through this terrible, terrible stuff. And it wasn't it wasn't scary. And it wasn't it didn't even feel weird at the time. It was just like, well, yeah, that makes sense to me. So I don't know. People always freaked out by that kind of stuff. But I'm like, listen, if you're a person who says they believe in God and angels and stuff, why is this any different? Why is it? I don't know. It's just not different. So. Yeah. I don't know. So weird. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you said it's not weird, but it's weird. Well, it's a little weird. It's, it's, okay. it's weird if it's not something that happens to you, I guess. This is something yeah. that I've yeah. kind of noticed since I was a little kid. But it's, you know, so, it's not w- that weird. One time when my cat was doing its weird staring at me thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read an article that said, like, if ghosts are bothering you, just ask them to, like, move or leave. Ask them to leave. Yeah. That's what I did with my friend's father-in-law. I was like, she's fine. You can go. And I asked her the next day. It's like, he's still hanging around. She's like, no, he's been gone since you left. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Told him to go. So, So, yes, very similar story. Because Mm. I told my cat that was staring at me (laughs) from the... uh, (laughs) So, I said, excuse me, ghost. If my cat, my cat seems to be obsessed with you, and it's really creeping me out because he stand, he stand, he jumps up onto this tall tra- dresser and just stares at it all night. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't mind, you know, going elsewhere, just take it to the living room. Even just go. Yeah. yeah. And literally, the second I said that, 
my cat jumped off of the dresser and ran to the living room mm -hmm. and still started twitching. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that shit's weird. Yeah. Uh, I but think babies see them too. Sometimes you see babies or little toddlers just kind of staring off at something or smiling at something that's not there. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I've never, I've never but, you know, felt kids, this in like... Babies are kind of dumb, though. I've never you felt know, this just, in like a malicious fashion or anything that was just, you know, scary. It's just kind of annoying sometimes. You're like, ugh, still here. Yeah. Well, there you go. Therefore, you don't feel, you feel less <laughs> alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You're like, God, go away. Yep. It's like a waiting room full of people. Like at, uh, what was her? Whoopi Goldberg's character in Ghost when she oh. really started seeing the ghosts and they just yeah, I wouldn't love go the, away. I love that. And then it was funny too in Good Omens <laughs> when Aziraphale like hopped into, uh, what's her name? Oh. Oh, that was great. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I loved it because lady. they kept his voice. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. Oh. All right. Well, I have. Do you have any recommendations? This week? No, because every time I bring one up, you tell me I've already said it. So clearly I've got nothing new yeah, going on. Yeah, you do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I have uh, an out of context internet quote. Okay. Now it's from Twitter and it was one of those part one or two and part two or two, but I'm just going to read them all together. And mm -hmm. it's from at Keat Potato. And it says, when the moon hits your eye and there's fur on your thighs, you're a werewolf. When you burst out of your jeans and you eat human beings, you're a were werewolf. <laughs> nice. So there you go. That's there your Halloween you out of context internet quote today. So I guess that's all we've got for Halloween. Since we're not huge scary movie watchers, maybe next year we'll do something else. No, so no, no, no. Not a scary not movie. Do. No, no. Oh, yeah, maybe Hocus Pocus. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Hocus Pocus or something like that. Yeah. Or Nightmare Before Christmas or whatever. I don't know. I can't decide. Is that a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? Halloween? Christmas. Halloween? Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, so... It's only like 30 seconds saying, of Halloween, to be honest, so... Yeah, so Disney is said it's both hmm. because of, you know, them switching over. Right. All right. Okay, everybody. Well, we'll see you next week. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. I'm like, yep. um, yeah, go fuck yourself. I am not going to watch that. <laughs>